Just like the way a person, the Shama and his body connect. In other words, what's needed to keep a person alive in his teeth, a person doesn't think he's going to die. Reveal them to fight with his without eating, without drinking, giving it three days or however long it's going to take. The person, the Shama and his body will part company. So you see from here a principle. That's true, a person needs to eat to sustain life. They often ask the question the Pasuk by Kabbalah. The Pasuk says, Is carbon ilachwi the ishai? The carbon is my food. Or is lechem the food of Hashem? The Kabbalah says Hashem is food. And the other question is what Hashem needs to eat. Hashem needs food. And even if you're going to say that Karbanas are there for some spiritual reason, but why are they described as being a Shemus Fish and doesn't eat? So the answer is that the question is a mistake. Because if you think about it, a person needs food in order to live. That's true. Hashem doesn't. But if you're going to ask the question, what part of the if life means the fact that the body and the Shem connect to each other, and when they're connected and the person's alive, and a person needs food to remain alive, which of the two Chalakim need the food? Is it the Nishram needs the food or the body that needs the food? If you think about it, you'll see that it's the body that needs the food. In other words, the Nishram bats and lives without being in the body also. But if you want, if a person wants to keep the Nishram in his body, he's going to have to eat. Which means the point of the food isn't to help the Nishram, but the point of the food is to help the body. If that's the case, we understand a big principle about Karbanas. When it says Karbanas are Hashem's food, it's not because Hashem needs the food, it's the other way around. If you want Hashem to connect to the world, then the world needs the food. Just like the body needs the food, the world needs Karbanas in order to be able to connect to Hashem. What happens without that? Because that what happens to a person doesn't eat. And what happens when a person doesn't eat for long enough is the Shaman needs his body. And something will happen over here. If the, the world isn't being used to bring Karbanas, Hashem will leave the world. And therefore, when there were Karbanas, there was a Mark Mishkin in this world. Kido Hashem was here. And when the normal components are going to the world, and then the world is to a certain extent, it's like it's there, it's lost its connection. As we said, Hashem's connection to the world, inside the Adam of God, like we said before, the worlds are built on the model of the, of the human being. That's why is Hashem connected to them? In order to establish them and to keep them existing, and Hashem doesn't despise them. And therefore, God's role is only is perhaps What causes? What? What is the food that Hashem gets from the world? It's not just the carbonus, That's in the physical sense of the Mikdash, but what can be used, so to speak, as what nourishes or sustains the world is the Isaac Atayra, the Ma'asemitzus, and the various Tefillah Shalom Shkola. Three things: Torah. Which is really the of Israel. built Without Klai Israel's providing any of these three things, like we said, the three pillars the world stands on. Without Klai Israel doing those things, the world wouldn't stand. Which means, just like a person wouldn't eat, then somebody his body, standing without Klai Israel providing that. Spiritual 
so sustenance for the world to read the Torah, Mitzvah, Samaritan Torah, or Tvila, so then there will be no longer a connection between Hashem and the world. Machel Amr Chazal, Mayel Yichsev, Yirka'ar, Rukhas Hashemayim, Parasi Hashem, Hashem spreads that on all sides of the world. In every country, in every place you'll find Yidin. And why? Because Kashem Shiyash, Lahir, Belay Rukhas, Kachiyash, Lahir, Belay Yisrael. Just like it's impossible to have a world without the different directions, so I think it would be impossible to have a world without Klai Yisrael. What's, uh, what's Klai Yisrael doing? Klai Yisrael providing, so to speak, the, the nourishment, providing the food, which is necessary for the world to connect to Hashem. Klai Yisrael the one to learn the Torah, the Mitzvah, whatever it is, that enable the world to connect to Hashem. But for that, why do we have to be split out along the four corners of the world? So this is well known, and it's brought down in the number of and that is that the Maisa we said, the post-success, Hashem is constant, Hashem is ongoing, Hashem is uh, non-stop, so it's becoming with, with us. The world will be no longer. And that's referring to mitzvahs like bris milah, and it's understood. Once a person has a bris, he always, he's always got the symbol of the bris with him. But the post is referring to terror. Then it means that it always has to be Talmud Torah in the world. And this is the famous Nefesh HaKam we're going to learn in Sharadali. <coughs> then he says that if the world would be one, for one second, completely devoid of Torah then the world would cease to exist. In other words, there has to be that constant source of, so to speak, connection, which is generated by us, generated by Torah then. Now, if that's the case, so we have some ones in here. Why did Hashem spread Klai Yisrael to the four corners of the world? Because in one time zone, the times where it's easier to learn, the times where it's harder to learn. The times where people are learning, the times on, on the whole people are not learning. Right the hour before Shabbos, the hour after a time is two to three in the morning, whatever it's going to be. The times which is less tired. And therefore, if everybody would be in the same time zone, it would be that much harder to make sure that, that to ensure that there would be Klai Yisrael learning at every given time. But the fact that the world... Is, has hidden everywhere. That means in every different times in the people are in Torah. So that's true. It could be that here in Israel it's three to four in the morning, and therefore it's not a convenient time for learning. But in a place like Australia, which is nine hours ahead of us, it's eleven to twelve, twelve to one in the afternoon, which is normal time of first day. And it could be that here yeah, the hour before Shabbos is another uh, time of two people learning. But in America, it's a regular Friday morning. People are learning Torah on Yishev like normal. And therefore the fact that uh, is this, there's a uh, uh, dispersion of Klai Yisrael all over the world right, will ensure that it's easier to make sure that the Torah is being learned at every given second. Now the embassy is that's a nice chat, we don't even need it. Because just in Israel itself we have Torah every second. There are enough people learning Torah, Nath Kodilim, Chatzish Kodilim, Morning Kodilim, Nath Kodilim, every kind of possible, so to speak, uh, time that, that there are programs for learning. But nevertheless, it's hidden. And the fact that in a different part of the world, this is the, this is the, size of the optimal time for learning, means there are many more thousands of people learning at any given time. Right. And why is it necessary? For the same you said. Because since we people have to provide the food which maintains a connection between Hashem and the world, it means we are responsible for the world's survival. If that's the case, the, by, by our Tvinus, our Torah, our Mitzvahs, we are ensuring the survival of the world at any given time. I got this point is another... An argument to a well-known accusation which is made against the Torah, and that is, why don't you spend more time doing chesed? Why don't you spend more time doing chesed? 
And the answer to that was always that this is the biggest chesed. This is the biggest chesed. The fact that we were in the world is the biggest chesed. Imagine a person who's in a car accident and has multiple injuries. We live in the hospital and each doctor starts to look at his field and see what's wrong with him. The orthopedic surgeon sees his legs are broken and his legs spins and he's going to need a replacement knees and pins in his thigh, whatever it's going to be. And the skin, you know, the skin doctor, the dermatologist sees that he's got severe skin burns, so he needs skin grafting, whatever it is. And uh, the ophthalmologist sees that it's affected his eyes, he's going to have to have corrective eye surgery. And then you have a cardiologist in one second, his heart's too fat, and you have to, you know, resuscitate him if he's not going to die. So, of course, all the doctors are trying to help him. But, of course, the one that keeps him alive is doing the biggest rest for him. Right, that's much more central. And that's what this, the Chofas Chaim says also, that the Chesed done by Limbu is a general thing that keeps everyone alive. It's true you could do Chesed in a specific area. You could feed poor people. You could raise money for sick people. You could uh, run a medical referral service. You could help poor colleagues, whatever it's going to be. That's a pratin. The fact that, you, you, that what you're doing is providing the, the world with life is the cloud, is the Chesed for everybody. And the Gemara says, but Torah is Chesed and Hashanah. But the Torah is the Torah of Chesed. Because the learning Torah is the biggest Chesed. But that, that, that gives uh, the world is supposed to continue. And this is a paraphrase the Gemara requested last time. Why does Hashem, why does David praise Hashem as his nefesh, as being sung to his nefesh? And Omar, he says, my nefesh is like Hashem. The nefesh doesn't eat in the body, but the nefesh doesn't eat. But which means that it's necessary to provide the nefesh with food or to drink so that the body and the nefesh remain alive, the person remains alive. But you're not doing it for the nefesh. If you if a person is eating, he's doing it in order to maintain his body as being alive, not the nefesh. So in the world, if a person is doing mitzvahs or bringing kabbalas, it's not there to give Hashem anything. It's there for in order for, in order for the, the world to benefit from the fact that now it's Chuskim. And therefore, since you focus on eating and drinking and other pleasures, the chemist teaches us this principle, even though the nefesh, which is the spiritual part of a person, doesn't need to eat and drink, nevertheless, the fact that the, what will hold, so to speak, the connection strong between the body and the goof, and therefore ensure the person continues to live however much he wants him to live for, is that the fact that he eats. And if that's the case, we can bring that as a nimshal, even if we talk about Hashem himself, and we go because Hashem is a part of that. But nevertheless, the connection between Hashem and the worlds, which we said ourselves from the martial of the demon, the likeness of a person, and therefore God's Sonny How much Hashem is going to connect to the world is probably less. Which literally means, if you're going to talk about what we do as being key to the food, which is going to provide the background, to provide the basis of that connection. And therefore, 
in Achille Mashir Shalalamis. The mitzvahs we do is provides the sort of speak the nourishment which all the world learn from. And therefore, Amitzvah Sayyid Hamidam, or Lakayim, or Hezekiah, the Shasta Bolaam, Alida is Fabrus and Mufarat, and Alikarat. It's that it keeps it established. And also, besides that, it adds to the Kedusha and what the spiritual effect that it gets because of Hashem's connection to it, which is increased by what we do. It all depends on the Maisim that we, Kaya Shah, is called the Amaskara do. Why? Because we, Kaya Shah, connect the world. Just like the food sustains a person, he needs it to keep alive, but the master gives him energy also. Same thing, the master, if you want, the more we do, so to speak, the more kaya he brings them in Hashemai. And he says, Right? Uh, the, this is the, he's always spoken about, the biggest set of Matan Torah. But, you know, until now, Hashem ran the world. And since Matan Torah, he's put the responsibility for maintaining the world in Kaya And if that's the case, it's now up to us. And however much we do is how much the, how much the mice is going to be a connection, which means how much this world is going to receive. What do we go and share my bread? What's the talk about Sarah? Since everything in the Bria needs Hashem to sustain it, and therefore everything has to be given some kind of either spiritual, physical sustenance, because nothing lives on the sun, we've said lots of times, anything which would live independently would be a stereotype to Hashem. Because someone which has its own source of life, that doesn't need Hashem, so that's something independent of him. And therefore everything in the Bria, including Malachim, is higher than the Malachim, whatever you want to call it, that middle of Hashem, if that's it all needs a kayak of life, which only comes from Hashem. And each thing has to get the life. Each thing gets its life by, so to speak, what it can provide as the food which connects it to the source of life. And therefore, we're talking about a spiritual sense. It's after the mitzvahs we do connect everything to its cherish which we can get left from. As written in the Magid, everything which Hashem creates needs to be fed. Baron Hashem creates many kinds of living things with Vechasoinam. Each one is missing something which it needs in order to live. Each one needs some kind of food or whatever it's going to be, some kind of something external to it in order to sustain it. Give malachim. Many malachim. A few spheres in the tzalim. Even the spheres which are something which we look at as being netzal, like something which is divine, something which is different from us. But that also is, has to get sustained from Hashem. What is the food which we need to learn So what the food I need is the term as in terms of people over here. Why? How does it work with food? Mission of our people is in the physical. As we understand, the ultimate in our physical body, we need physical food to keep the physical body alive. The neshama doesn't need food because the neshama trying to be alive. 
That's a chalik of first Rosh Hashanah to laugh anyway. Now he said, that's what he said. That's the second chalik. Now he said, that even the most rukhina guys, the golden mysterious, they also need red liner, they also need food, and they're not really the same as the second that's for sure it's not the answer is the other fast. it for the spiritual alarms? Okay, I could say that. Because like, since we were to maintain all the Lamas, we have to always provide Taras that all the Lamas are miskind. There's another could here also. And that is, as a, we learned in the first, as a chain reaction. That everything a person does goes higher and higher and higher and higher to whatever level it's going to be. So that's the case. That even with the is talking about now, at the Maisa, the Maisa a person do, if they turn right, will get there too. They might not much up, they have to go right to the top, so to speak. And therefore they go to these levels also. That's the kind of something which on this level has a cube. It's been used to transfer amateurs and, and as a result, when the shepherd comes down, it goes through the same channel back down to the person again. So that's his first yourself. His first side is what in order to maintain his connection to Rukhnis and there always has to be there. person always has to maintain that connection to Rukhnis right now is another one a very big fat like strong with its large branches, its vast reach. Therefore, the food of everything comes from Kaisha. Why? Because by a rice, it was in the Aida. The Kaisha is the Torah, which is, so to speak, the was called the Muslim, which sustains Shemai. That's one thing. The second thing in the Torah is by Rot, by Slicer, the Yomazan. The Torah contains Twitter. don't have their own way of getting some kind of blessing except for Kali Yisrael. Then he loved Yisrael, he's asking by Raisa. If Kali Yisrael wouldn't be going to Tera, they have been the Raisa, then Tera wouldn't give any kind of Malachim either. Because Tera is compared to the tree, you still have Yisrael of the Kinbo. Then, and therefore, it's only through connection to the Torah, which is considered the Eid Sachayim, right, that a person can connect to the church. As soon as the Torah is given to Klai Yisrael, if Malachim want to connect with Malachim to connect, they have Klai Yisrael, like we saw previously. That's the way we wrote from the Rizal. Now he brings to the Ramak. The Ramak is out, Ramak is a Indian B'Sefer Elima, who is very different B'Sefer Shari Mani. Quite this remark. 
what context and how do we understand Ta'ish while giving strength to Hashem? And the answer is, there's high books for that also. Zidim Amar, the Yisrael, the finest of the Yisrael, the Yisrael, the Yisrael, giving the finest of giving something to Hashem. Why do you give to Hashem? The answer is not Hashem himself. Like we said, it enables a Kodesh Prophet to give to the world what he wants to give to the world. We already said the Yisrael. And the Yisrael has to start here. This is after people, therefore, to start the process here. And whatever we do, if it's something we be mad at Hashem, and therefore, whatever result the person wants, that's the way to do it. It's like other carbonates. By bringing the carbon, the person can vacuum what he wants it, because he's already created a connection, and therefore, it's very hard to go after. At the same time, you can dive into bring something down. The same thing, that's what he's saying over here also. The Kodesh is strong. The Kodesh has a speciality that it's an opportunity to do the same thing. You can offer up a tefillah, do a mitzvah, the entire, whatever it is. That's mitzvahdainu, what you're being married to Hashem. That in turn provides that koyach of chiyos that comes down, which, right, which keeps the connection. And we that once we have our connection, so we can bring down more things also. That's, that's, that's the side of this, over here. <coughs> now, let's have two more points. We have to go back and see the long bracket that that will be the next time. The two points in the Sisad. And that is, imagine you have a whole world. And you're making a system that you entrust in the whole world to somebody expecting to do a good job with it. That even in your car, you wouldn't give to anybody. You wouldn't to a random stranger. You're talking about the whole Bria Shum created. Right? And the key to the Bria. Like we said, is is the understanding of how to use it, to mail it, to respect that way it can connect to Hashem wants to give it. And it's up to the person. The person should be the one to initiate the process. The person should be the one to make the connection. And I'll be talking the examples again. Now here's a, here's a question. Who did Hashem give that role to? Eventually. But the first level was Adam and Rada messed it up by being a covenant who wasn't ever so. So again, it went to Shays. Told him sign. Exactly that. Which means as a person that everything is given to him to do. And that was the Dara of the Dara until eventually comes to Matan Tara. Now, here was the difference. Before Matan Tara, Hashem didn't rely fully on people. Adam, Shais, Enosh, all the Darishish they were then. It's true they, they were given what to do, but even if there wasn't a terror, which means the world was up to Hashem. So he was giving without relying, making it relying on what the world's giving him. What the Gemara says, Kedadim Chastar. The world only gave him Chastar. But regular Hashem gave us a terror, but at some now, what's the world relying on? It's on us. What Hashem gave us the terror is now it's our responsibility. And the Kiddush Hashem put the world on our, on our shoulders. It's up to us. If we're going to learn Torah always, if we're going to do this always, then we're providing the possibility for the world to exist. And if not, then it's not going to exist. This is something that shouldn't exist before Matan Torah. Before Matan Torah, the world existed because Hashem wanted it to. Obviously, until the time Matan Torah came, until it was ready for that. But Berega, there's going to be Matan Torah. That now makes the responsibility on us that it's our job to maintain the world. It's out of the world. You see this in the Mishnah Prayer Garments. 
It says, why was the world created by Sarah Mamaris? Later in Sechari Tzadikim, Shemakayimim Esa'aydam Mamaris. That we, the Tzadikim, are being Makayim in the world. Which, so since it was a world of Tzadikim Mamaris, it's a more complex world, they were going to call it. The reward for that, who's being Makayim it? Who's the one who's making sure it exists? It's tough cast. That's the, that's the Chiddush which we're coming at with. Here, just like in the Shama, lives before coming to the body. And uh, a baby lives inside the mother before he's born. He doesn't have to do anything to secure himself food. He's provided for. Now he's born, now he has to eat. Now he has to do something. And uh, maybe at the beginning, everything's provided for him, but at the moment, as he grows, but he has to make sure he's for himself. He has to make himself food to eat. So because he's responsibility. It's having in the consciousness of the world. It's true originally, before Matantara, I guess Rachel was happy to sustain the world, so to speak, in his terms. But Rege is Matantara. Now it becomes Chayistra's responsibility to be the ones to to generate enough Chosim, because that's all the world's going to get. And Tarnia then is what the world's going to receive. Therefore, had there been Chasen Shalom at the time, Chayistra Shalom Taka that deserve, as the Gemara says, it's a possibility the world's going to have to turn over. Will it happen? It could happen. It will it happen? The answer is no. Really, I have talked to the kid that's not going to happen. But the inside is, that's already a chesed. The mitzvah is that, just as the way that things set it up, that it's up to Ta Yisrael. And based on what they do, that's what's going to uh, make the world continue. So it's like our Christ, it's our responsibility. But if that's the case, it's also the source of our reward. Because it's not just for the reward for what we're doing, that's included in the reward of every mitzvah we get, is the fact that because of us, the world exists there as well. The reason why the why everything is totally on us because we're providing the nutrients for it. Since Matan Torah, when we've been giving to, you know, to, to, was asked to us to provide that, is a big more reward. Right?